Come on, clap your hands, everybody. Come on. Hi, I'm Henry Davis, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park in Landover, Maryland, a Bible-believing, Christ-centered, and Spirit-led congregation. I want to welcome you to our radio broadcast. And remember, there's power at the park. Turn with me to the New New Testament, the Acts of the Holy Spirit through the Apostles, Acts chapter 6. We'll be reading verses 8 through 15, Acts chapter 6, New Living Translation. Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power performed amazing miracles and signs among the people. But one day, some men from the synagogue of freed slaves, as it was called, started to debate with him. They were Jews from Cyrene. Come come back to that. Alexandria. You need to know where these places are. Cecilia the province of Asia. None of them could stand against the wisdom and the spirit with which Stephen spoke. So they persuaded some men to lie about Stephen, saying, we heard him blaspheme Moses and even God. This roused the the people, the elders, and the teachers of religious law. So they arrested Stephen and brought him before the high council. The lying witnesses said, this man is always speaking against the holy temple and against the law of Moses. We have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy the temple and change the customs Moses handed down to us. At this point, everyone in the high council stared at Stephen because his face became as bright as an angel's. Amen. You may go to your seats around the building. For emphasis... Acts chapter 6, verse 15. At this point, everyone in the high council stared at Stephen because his face became as bright as an angel's. You can't stop my shine. You can't stop my shine. And to those who join us in our various cyber audiences, delighted to have you sharing with us here from the City on the Hill First Baptist Church of Highland Park. You can't 
stop my shine. The shine of the believer, the impression that you can make, the shine spiritually. I remember my late mother sending us out as little children. We start the day off, and many of you can relate. She'd line us up with a big container of Vaseline. She started out the day with a shine. We would go out, and she would make sure, and we would go out, and we would have that morning glow. Vaseline. I still have Vaseline. I'm, I mean, many of you still use it. It serves many great purposes, not only for skin care, but it serves other uh, roles. As a matter of fact, a quick way to get a quick shine on the shoe. Vaseline. It's, you use, they use Vaseline even for injuries persons will get it. This is boxing territory with Palmer Park in our backyard and of course being the home of boxing legend Sugar Ray Leonard was always known as that sense of how the cornermen will handle you. How they will help you to deal with the challenges of life. The other day, because of boring Thursday night football, I decided to surf, and then I realized they were doing on uh, public Maryland public television a story about Muhammad Ali. And they were looking at when he comes into prominence in Miami, Florida, fighting Sonny Liston. Ali had been given no chance to win. Matter of fact, after the weigh-in, they thought that he had medical issues because his, high, his blood pressure had skyrocketed. But all of his antics getting ready for the fight. Sonny Liston just simply looked at him and told him, gave, put a couple of fingers in the air. I don't know if he put two or three or four, but he said, you're not going to last long. Of course, the fight did not go, and you know historically the way Liston thought it would. Liston had become, uh, he was losing had a cut under his eye. Some say that in his corner, they decided to put liniment on his gloves so that when he would hit then Cassius Clay, it would get in his eyes. During the course of the fight, Ali had points when he could not see. His eyes were blinking. But his cornermen, Angelo Dundee and others, Bodini Brown, pushed him out. 
And they said, dance, champ, because you might not be able to hit, but you can try not to be hit. And then, of course, you know anything about that, he ends up winning the heavyweight championship of the world. A little bit later, he ends up going to a hotel room and engaging in dialogue with several other celebrities. James Jim Brown, number 32 of the Cleveland Browns. He's able to gather there with Malcolm X, able to gather with the great songster, Sam Cooke. They go into the night and they talk about what is going to be different about his life amongst winning, after winning this championship. His shine was going to be different. No longer was he trying to get a fight. Now he is the champion. And because of being the champion, Persons now look at him in a different way. I shift that story to this personality in the Bible by the name of Stephen. Stephen had shine. He had shine. Folk are not going to like your shine. Matter of fact, you have dealt with that professionally. Persons in this room can relate to co-workers who did not like your shine, did not appreciate your shine. They, they, they had difficulty with your shine. You were doing well. Some of you know of how there were persons who tried to work behind the scenes to make sure and assure that you would not rise, that you would not get the award, the promotion, prime parking, a certain office, a title. They did not like your shine. But not only do you look at persons who look at our professional shine, but if you are really true to God, you have a spiritual shine. You shine. That's why when you walk in the room, they feel the necessity to adjust the conversation. And if they don't adjust their conversation, that might tell you something about your lack of shine. They still can drink and cuss and all that around you with no sense of being apologetic. You need to evaluate your shine. When you have the shine of God, your shine is not wrapped up in your clothes. There are persons who try to define themselves by uh, designer names, and jewelry, all these kinds of things, all of this 
outerwear because they feel as if it will increase their shine. They will wear things where you can tell it a mile away what they got on. I'm, I'm, I'm more subtle. I, I like to kind of slip up on folk. And uh, some of the band, they, they watch. They, all, they got keen eyes. I, I don't need to be uh, ostentatious. I don't need to all that flash. Because many people have flash and no substance. Uh, they got style. I don't care about your style. I want to know about your sincerity. Your seriousness about the faith. How serious are you? Your shine, your shine is not wrapped up. I, I, every, every now and then when, when I, I have to uh, deal with my car uh, and uh, uh, you have to, sometimes they give you a rental car and I, I was in the line uh, uh, getting a rental car because my car was getting uh, some work done and, and a person was in front of me. They, they were driving a particular vehicle. I'll leave the vehicle unnamed and and, and then they offered them another vehicle, which would be a little lower on the totem pole. And they said, I can't drive that. And I, I, I was next and I said, I'll take it. Because I, I, my, my shine is not in my automobile. I need to get from point A to point B. Now, now, now I, that's a rental situation, though. Amen. Uh, uh, shine. Somebody else caught that. You, you have to understand, but I'm not going to allow that to be the defining agent of my life. What you need to define who you are is the power of Jesus. I can celebrate Jeremiah the day I gave my life to Jesus. I can celebrate it. I can, I can give God praise. I can remember our, our church was going through a building program and we were not in worship. We were on a basketball court at the West Side Community Center there in Asbury Park, New Jersey. And the preacher got to the end and said, I'm opening up the doors of the church. I stood up. I hadn't even had a conversation with my mother, father, didn't tell him anything. Because I've been playing church a long time. I mean, I enjoyed going to church and making fun of folk and laughing at them. And and uh, I remember, I remember a deacon. We we had we had church I grew up in. We had one deacon who shouted. His name was Deacon Gay Ray. That was that was his name. You probably wouldn't want to name anybody that today. But anyway, his name was Gay Ray. And at the end of the, he wore sunglasses to church. It was. Amen. I don't know, but might have been some medicine. But at the end of the church, Deacon Ray would get up, shout, run across the front, go back to his seat, sit down. Then I'd wrap my toys up. We're getting ready to go home now. I said, because Deacon Ray shouted, it's time, it's time to wrap it up. I went to church with total intention never to hear the sermon. I had no, I had no intention. I, I used to bring my toys. My mother said, let's get ready for church. Get ready for church. Let me get all my stuff together. And, and, I, and, and we had those wooden, those wooden uh, pews. 
And that was a good place for a football game. And I would be playing football doing service, and then and then my mother would hit me and say, service about to end. I'd wrap my stuff up, put them in my little bag, and I was getting ready to go. And then I got a little older, and I said, I'm not going to go through that. I'm going to sleep during church. And I brought my sunglasses. You know, yeah, this is before Parliament Funkadelic. I brought my sunglasses. And then, and then, I, I, and then when the preacher would get up, that's when I'd get comfortable. You'd go leaning back. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I, but I want to tell you that but sooner or later, the gospel got me. And when it got me, it got me. It got me. It got me. It, 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 it had gotten me so, it was getting me so that it was impacting me. And I, I didn't know anything about any preaching. I wasn't concerned about any preaching. But, but I started to like it. I started to like it. I started to like it. I started to like hearing the preachers and and all of that. And my dad used to buy, he, he, my dad, my dad used to buy jazz and sermons. Yeah, you know, my dad wasn't always a preacher, so he had jazz and sermon. He had, he had, he had, he had Billy Eckstein. And, uh, yeah, yeah, he had Billy Holiday. He had, he had all, he had all. He had, matter of fact, my mother said, I met him in a nightclub. That, that was my dad. Y'all saw the holy, holy dad that he used to come here, woo, shouting all that. Kind of, but he, there was another dad I grew up with, another dad. He had to go through the transformation. We, uh, we went through a transformation. My dad wouldn't mind me telling you that we, we used to open up the refrigerator. We had more than Pepsi and Coke in there. Come on, somebody. We had Pap's Blue Ribbon. We had Coke 45. But, but he went through a transformation. And when he went through that transformation, matter of fact, that all everything changed. Every, every, everything around the house changed. Everything. 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 Matter of fact, that's why, that's why when I would get in trouble, I'd, I'd put a sermon on. Because he, dad would get home at 5 o'clock, and I'd brought home a bad report card. Another one. Yeah, I brought home another bad report card. I, I wanted to make sure when he came in, I was at the table. All my books are open. And a sermon playing on the, on the stereo. <laughs> it didn't fool him. He said, you, he said, you must have got your report card today. Amen. But when you get that shine, that shine, it's going to impact your life. Wherever you go, they're going to know about that shine. My, 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 my teammates and all of the sports I played, they knew I knew Jesus. And they, and, they, and they would cuss, get high, but then they would say, Hank, come on, give us that prayer. Come on, somebody. They knew, they knew, they knew. The Hank, come on. Come on, Hank. Come on, come on. We need you. We need the prayer now, Hank. We need the prayer. And you see these brothers, they putting their Heineken's to the side, herb to the side. Serious. Amen. 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 Then they go, then they start saying some other words other than amen. But when you had a shine, the shine is going to go beyond just being in church. 
Wherever you go, you, you matter of fact, when you got the shine, folk who don't even know you. Some of y'all, some of y'all been asked, you, you preacher? No, no, I love Jesus though. I go to church. I'm born again. I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. I at one time I was lost, but right now I'm found. I know one or two scriptures now. I've got to shine. That shine is alive. That shine is for real. Your faith is for real. The first thing I need to share with you, the presence of God in one's life is undeniable. It's undeniable. You can't get away from what God has done and is doing in your life. It's undeniable. You're going to see it whether you got suit on or warm-ups. And you know, now, 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 now one of the new fashion trends is wearing pajamas. They have fashion pajamas. Fashion. They're nice and silken. You walk out Amen. You don't just, you can sleep in them, then get up, Steve, and go on outside. Fashion pajamas. It's undeniable. When you have the power of God in your life, it should be and it is undeniable. Come on, I'm just a member. I'm just an usher. I'm just, no, you're not just anything. You still have shine. Shine. Shine no matter how far you sit back, KK. Shine no matter how you slipped in here. Shine. Shine. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm rising. I'm shining for Jesus. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. We want our church to shine. The other night we were uh, coming out of worship and I was having a conversation with the Reverend Matthew Watley. He said, you know, I, said, I never came to, I've never been to this church at night. He said, when I came, I, when I looked and I saw the lights, the shine. He said, man, your church is beautiful at night. It's a beautiful church. The shine. Is real. And the shine in your light is real. It's not something you can make up. It's authentic to who you are. It's the shine. It's shine. And so when I look at this, I look at this passage and I look in the and I have the realization that this shine is real. Everyone stared at Stephen because his face became as bright as an angel's. Now, there's a whole lot more to Stephen's story, and perhaps we'll talk about it in, in, verse, in chapter 7. But in chapter 6, there is the, the stirring up of the lie around his life because they don't like his shine. They don't like it, so they, they want to they wanna stop the shine. And this and that brings me to my second point. 
the power of God in one's life will draw the attention of others. Not always good, but it will draw their attention. He drew the attention of others. They, they said, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna tell a lie on him. They looked at him. They analyzed it. These Jews were from Cyrene. You know, Cyrene is an interesting place. Alexandria, interesting place. Black folk. Black folk live there. Simon comes from Cyrene. Now, y'all know anything about the Bible. You know that Jesus was carrying the cross. And then they said there was a brother who was standing on the side. They said, hey, you going to carry it. And he carried it up to the hill of Golgotha. Brother did that. So you know, you know, you know, you got to understand that when folks stop, start messing with you, they could be your color, but not your kind. Come on, somebody. We got some folk like that still around. One is running for office down in Georgia. Come on, somebody. Took a few too many hits on the football field, obviously. He's taking some other hits now. Got some other, got a little something showing up in his life. Something you forgot about telling us, Hirsch. Cyrene, Alexandria. These provinces. These are not Japanese. These are uh, they, 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 you have to understand sin is everywhere. There's a white lie, there's a black lie. And there's a lie. Shine. I'm, I'm grateful to God that God, and, and that we, we understand, we know, we know we're not perfect, but we're striving. I want to be more and more like Jesus. The attention had come. He said, we we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna start some we're gonna we gonna stir some stuff up. We're gonna we're gonna stir it up. Stir it up. You know that's what the devil loves to do. Let the devil loves to stir up. Stir up in your home. Stir up on your job. Stir up with your health. Stir up, stir up, stir up. Somebody had to get to church this morning and you had to get past the things that have been stirred up in your life. But that's why I got to keep on making sure I make it to God's house. I, I, want, my, I, want, I, want, my, I want my shine renewed. I want, I want a renewed shine. You know, it's like, it's like that feeling of coming out of the shower. And, you, and you're ready, you're, you're fresh, you're fresh, you're ready for the day. Your teeth are brushed, your mouth is clean, your body is clean, and, and you're ready, and you spray on something that smells good. And you're ready to go forward, shining. So we look at this, we look at this, this attention. But here's the other thing, number three, Satan knows what buttons to push in order to get your attention. 
He knows what bugs you. He knows what bothers you. Some of y'all just cool about some stuff, but other stuff you're not cool with at all. I just don't like that. You got to pray with me about this. You know, you know. If we, 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 we would see the reaction of some of you if, if a mouse ran through. Snake came in. Some bugs flying around. <laughs> we react in certain ways. There's certain kind of people who can get under your skin. I know y'all real holy. You're not going to think about that this time of the morning. But there's certain people who can get under your nerve. Some of y'all don't like negative talk to people. I always complaining. I just can't. I, wrap my food up. I'll just go home. Because you just, certain things you just don't want in your spirit. You're not going to stop my shine with your negativity. You're not going to pour into my shine with your negativity. I have my sights on Jesus. I'm looking to the cross. And I, I'm grateful that after I, I look to the cross, I connect with the cross, I realize the power of God. It says, they, it says verse 13, 4, the lying witnesses said this man is always speaking against the holy temple, against the law of Moses. We heard him say this Jesus was, will destroy the temple, change the customs. Now that was true. Jesus was going, he was. He was going to destroy the temple, but not in the way they thought. He was going to change the custom because he's going to change it from Old Testament law to New Testament love. It's transition. It's transition. I've been, I've been pastoring now. Uh, Got to get my gears straight. Uh, 22 years here. Uh, 12 years. 34, 34, 34 years, 34 years. I've met all kinds. I got, I got, I got, I got so many books I need to write. I met all kinds. One of the things that's always very interesting at every church I pastor. Uh, there's, there was always there was always a group that was excited about change. It's wonderful. We're glad to have you because we know there's going to be a change. We're going to be revitalized. We're going to be. But I also came to understand quickly that people love change as long as it didn't affect them. Change that, Reverend. Change that, Reverend. But then I got to say, I got to change you. Hold on. You're going too far now. You know, you, you, 
See, when I, when I started out, when I started out, I was, I was a youngin. I was a youngin when I got started. I was a youngin. And, uh, and so I had to deal with folk who were much older than I was. I'm, I'm catching up with a few folk now. <laughs> Amen. But I was, but, but again, so, so and, and, and that's what I had to do. My, my early days of ministry, my early days of ministry, and, and my, you're going you're gonna to enjoy this one. Uh, my early days of ministry, I used to wear a robe every Sunday. Yeah, I wore, wore a robe every Sunday. You know why I wore, wore a robe? Because I wanted to look older. I still look like a kid. I just look like a kid in a robe. But for me, I, was, I, I thought I was going to look older. That's why now I wear robes occasionally. Because I'm not, I don't have to look older. I am. <laughs> Amen. I got some, I got, I got some, I got some, I got some tread on me now. You know, so if I feel like wearing it, I wear it. If I don't, I don't. And first time I came to Highland Park, some of y'all were here. First time I came to Highland Park, and because uh, Highland Park, they wanted you in a robe. And uh, some of y'all don't remember. Y'all weren't here then. But I came. They said, we, don't, we, want, we want our minister in a robe. They said, did you bring one? I said, no. They said, well, we want you in a robe. And they gave me Reverend McCoy's robe. Reverend McCord was 6'2". <laughs> it was communion weekend. I, I had to roll up the sleeves. Folk didn't even know it. I was preaching in that long robe. It was on the great and I, But listen, I, I, I went for broke with, 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 with Reverend McCord's robe. But because the reality was the robe did not, did not define my shine. It wasn't a robe. It's got to be something on the inside that's going to drive you. And when you thank God, when you got the Spirit of God on your side, you can't manufacture that. That is true to who you are. You can be all by yourself like we were in the pandemic and we had to preach and and all y'all were at home, and, and there were nothing but empty seats, and I had to use my imagination. But the shine still came forward. Somebody can give God praise today. I'm praising God for the shine. I'm praising God that I'm on the right side. Do I have a witness here? When you're on the right side, I'm thanking God there's a peace that's beyond understanding. When you're on the right side, you can sleep at night. When you're on the right side, you can lean and depend on God. Where I'm weak, he is strong. I turn it over to you, God. And I'm thanking God when I turn it over to you. You can't stop my shine. Hallelujah. If God be for you, he's more than the world against you. Good morning, Highland Park. May the Lord bless you real good. But when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all, and all, and all he's done for me, 
my soul, my soul, my, 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 my soul looks up and wonders how I got over. Say yes, say yes. You can't stop my shine because I know who I am and I know whose I am. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. And when you're a child of God, you can't stop my shine. No, no. No matter what the weather is, no matter what's going on, you can't stop my shine. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Oh God, oh God, oh God. Ferris of 10,000, bright and morning star, you can't stop my shine. And I'm not going to be ashamed of it either. I'm not going to be ashamed of the shine. I give God praise. They gave that report the other day that said people of faith live longer and they have healthier lives. We know when you decide to follow Jesus, it's the best decision a person could ever make. Come on, clap your hands, everybody. You've been listening to the radio broadcast of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park in Landover, Maryland. If you want to receive a CD or DVD of what you have just heard, please call 301-773-6655 or visit us on the World Wide Web, fbhp.org. And remember, there's power at the park. I love you, Lord.